season two of the Adult Children Voices Across America Speakers Meeting podcast. You can attend this meeting live on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Time using the Zoom ID 848-5208-0640, password 061120. For more information about adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families, visit adultchildren.org. The following speaker share from George was recorded on August 17th, 2023. My name's George, and I'm an adult child. And I give thanks to my higher power for what it has given to me, what it has taken from me, and what I've been left with. I'd like to also uh, thank the uh, committee uh, for reaching out and invited me to come and speak at Voices Across America. Uh, when I first received the uh, WhatsApp invitation, um, I thought it was actually for a talent show. <laughs> they were invited me and I, and I had visions of being in New York and, uh, you know, in the mall, but I'm more pleasured and blessed to be able to come and share my experience, strength and hope and for the willingness um, that this program has given to me. The third step prayer and the third step uh, spiritual principle is willingness. If you'd like to join me in a moment of prayer and we I'll say the uh, third step prayer, which can be found on your big red book on page 149. It's a beautiful prayer, a lot of meaning in it. God, I'm willing to surrender my fears and to place my will and my life in your care one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Grant me the wisdom to know the difference between the things I can and cannot change. Help me to remember that I can ask for help. I am not alone. And I also give thanks to all the willingness for those that have turned up and are working the program and for those that are from different programs. And I give thanks for that. My qualifications. Well, <clears throat> the good old bundle of uh, family dysfunction was handed down to mum and dad. Mum and dad separated when um, I was about three years old. And um, dad was a uh, alcoholic. He went to AA and then uh, stepped away from that. But amazingly, he'd done a lot of work. He came from the country and um, he used to go to what was called MASH, not MASH on the TV show, but uh, male Aboriginal sobriety house in a country town called Moree. Moree is the equivalent of Alabama in the 1960s. On one side, Indigenous Australians, and on the other side, white Australians, and in between, interrelationships, but not registered down at the town hall. So a lot of uh, dysfunction there. My mother was orphaned at a very young age. Um, her mother was... Um, Some say heart attack, some say granddad uh, assisted in that. So she was orphaned and raised by her sisters. All the sisters, um, as soon as they could, uh, left the country town 
and moved to the city, Sydney. My mother didn't. She stayed, looked after her grandfather who died. She married my father, a resemblance of her father, and um, well, didn't marry. Common law marriage, so de facto. And um, had a, a sister um, and had a, me. There were two previous older sisters from an old uh, previous relationship. So they separated. I moved to uh, Sydney, uh, which is the city of uh, in Sydney, Australia, and um, went to a school down here and have lived here ever since. Uh, my mother died at the age of uh, 20. My father died when I was at the age of 16. So birthdays don't sit too well with me. But I was looking the other day and, and, and I was just meditating. And it's amazing how in this program, you know, when we meditate, um, how you know, old memories will return, as it says in our readings. And I think the first start of relationships and rejection and abandonment was when I was in kindergarten. There was a beautiful girl, you know, little kindergarten kids, age five. And, um, you know, I fell in you know, love, you know, like pure love. And I remember um, you know, going up to her parents and saying, oh, you know, me and Susan, you know, oh, we're in love. And they thought, oh, no, 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 no. And walking away, feeling rejected and abandonment. Well, what that gave birth to, and this program teaches me, is um, the power of the disease, which had coming from my mouth ever since, love me, love me, and trying to backfill that whole of uh, abandonment and rejection, guilt and shame. So along I went, you know, and every girl I ever dated was a carbon copy of my mother and my father. My father was the emotional house brick. It was just emotionally not there. So... And there I am digging away, trying to fill the uh, the um, that hole, you know, with girlfriends, people, places, and things, and, and and almost killing myself. I was sick. Spiritual illness can kill. Spiritual illness can kill. It was killing me in the inside. So hitting my rock bottom, and it came from uh, just talking someone I was doing a parenting course by that time I got married stuck that out for about four years and just walked out of the relationship I can't do this anymore and you know the traits say we either become it or marry it or I became it and uh, well actually I married it so I was doing a parenting course and they oh we love the child you know, the physical, your son or your daughter. We love the child going out and we love the child coming in. 
And I just happened to mention it to my sister who's in the rooms. And a little while later, um, she said, maybe you should go to this thing called ACA. And uh, I was going to a uh, dad's support group and I went, oh, okay, and I looked it up. And there I was in the middle of the triangle of the meetings. I'm in the middle. There's a meeting to the left of me. There's a meeting to the right of me. And there's a meeting at the top. I'm in the middle, you know. And um, the maximum time to walk to all meetings was 20 minutes. I could get there in five minutes. So I think my higher power wanted me to get to meetings. So I went to my first meeting and... um, I've heard so many shares and fifth steps and everything I couldn't tell you. But after the meeting, I couldn't recall, but after the meeting, I remember um, a guy saying to me, the ACA steps allowed me to know if I was married to me, I would have divorced myself, you see. There's another big black book that says in in Hebrews 13, Be kind to strangers, for in doing so, some have been entertained by angels. i never seen that guy again, you see, but I remember when he said that, looking out of the the hall, and this beam of light came in, and it was cloudy that uh, Sunday in Newtown. And that was the awakening of my attention and consideration towards there has to be a better way to live. Emotional sobriety begins when one adult child shares his experience, strength or hope with another adult child. And that's what happened on that day. And that was the case, you know, for me. The term adult child, you know, means that I was responding to adult situations with fear, self-doubt, and blame, all learnt, all programmed into me from naught to seven, that's my inner child, and then my teenage years as well. ACA, you know, adult children of alcoholics, as I was talking before to the committee, you know, it stood for me adjustment, clarity, and attitude, or attitude, clarity, adjustment. And that's what occurred. I had to have an attitude and a clarity adjustment. Look, you know, if the laundry list is working well for you, great. Keep doing it. Stick with it. But it wasn't working well for me. You see, I love in the program on our uh, tokens, it has the ACA triangle and on the bottom is emotional sobriety or uh, emotional intelligence. And on the left, it has unity. And on the right, it has service. Recovery isn't a very easy process. It's often painful, time-consuming, confusing and frustrating. But it was a great way when I started and listening and I started to meet myself through people's shares. I go to meetings to meet myself. 
that I started to understand myself and the discovery of self and self-acceptance, you know, which brought me to that ultimate goal, the outcome of the program, self-love. You know, so to the primary purpose of this program, I feel that, that I've experienced is inward into me, into me, into my self-love and care, you know, and that was through the spiritual tools of ACA. So as time went on in the room, I identified more and more with the laundry list, you know, and um, I had an issue with fake it till you make it, but there's truth in that, you see, and I also started to identify, you know, with the other laundry list, the good old other laundry list as the victimiser. And, you know, at the end of the day, a victimiser is just a victim. So attending ACA meetings, you know, I started to understand why I developed these tools, the laundry, uh, these traits, the laundry list, the other laundry list, and the uh, family roles. And I started to understand that... Um, they were survival. And I give thanks for them because I got to the doors of ACA. Now, so many people don't, you know. They don't make it to the doors of ACA. And that was, you know, a very deep and spiritual moment to give thanks. You know, gratitude is a hinge that emotional, that the door of emotional sobriety swings off, you know. So I wouldn't, you know, go back to the old ways. So the laundry list, you know, I love in the uh, big red book, you know, let's have a look how the, uh, the laundry list plays out. <clears throat> so, for instance, you know, I have a boss. I'm fearful of him. That's trait one, become isolated, afraid of people and authority figures. So off I go and I start to engage in, a, in approval-seeking behaviour. That's trait two. We become approval-seekers and lost our identity in the process. Whilst accepting a high level of abuse on the job and feeling guilty about leaving it. You know, I was working for the Salvation Army and... Um, I had an opportunity to go as a mature age student to a university. Ah, you won't make it, you know, they said. And I had guilt feelings about leaving. And that was trade seven. You know, we get guilt feelings when we stand up for ourselves instead of giving in to others. And I was feeling like a victim, you know. That's trait five. I was living life from the viewpoint of a victim, you see. And I was attracted to that weakness in my love. So, you know, then I would go home either, you know, as a child or home to a, you know, dysfunctional uh, family. That's trait four. We either become that, an alcoholic, marry them or both, or find another compulsive uh, personality such as a workaholic uh, to fulfil that sick abandonment need sick abandonment need, which was, you know, back when I was five and I stuffed my feelings, you know, trait 10. We have stuffed our feelings from the traumatic childhood and have lost the ability to love and express our feelings because it hurts too much, denial, trait 10. 
So, you know, I would go home and uh, be, you know, in, in all of that sort of stuff <coughs> and, you know, wanted to leave the, uh, the wife, wanted to leave the family as I was a kid. Um, but, you know, I had problems with uh, the pity and the fear of facing abandonment, you know, if I was to walk away. Trait nine, we confuse love and pity and tend to love people. We can pity and rescue, you know. There I am rescuing. I'm working for the Salvation Army and getting paid as a welfare worker to have my addiction. That's pretty good. How good is that? Be in your addiction and get paid for it. I think that's a, you know, it's a great business. So <laughs> there I am, you know, as a terrified abandonment. And everything. But the cycle, you know, was repeated the next day and the next day and the year in and, you know, there had to be a better way. And the sad thing is them traits are passed on to our children and in some ways to my daughter and in clarity it was passed on to me. And with these traits of survival and the family roles, you know, I made it to the doors of ACA because they no longer served me. So I started to understand my feelings and started to under, understand the, the mourning and I started to, you know, think my feelings and feel my thinking and that frozen sick adult child, you know, who was responding in adult situations with the self-blame, the self-doubt, the sense of being wrong and inferior, uh, which was passed on to me, started to move. There started to be a shift there. So just like a drowning person, you know, I was breaking the top of that water, uh, gasping for air, gasping for the air of recovery, you know, and I wanted to move from the problem to the solution. Claudia Black in the big red book, she talks about what I, I, I coined the uh, potholes on the road of recovery. We want a quick recovery. We want it pain-free. And we want to do it in isolation. <laughs> but anyway, I had good people around me and um, loving and accepting, you know, love, let others voluntarily evolve. I remember the uh, big red book reading on page 107. It says ACA is a spiritual program that confronts the effects of the disease of dysfunction head on. The disease affects our body, mind and spirit and requires a spiritual solution for lasting impact. The mind was my thinking, the body was my acting, and the spirit was buried under the laundry list and the other laundry list. And it says so in the doctor's opinion in the big red book. So I had to understand, you know, my perceptions of a higher power and where it originated from, that was from the family. You know, God was the first God I ever knew was, you know, mum and dad, and that's why I started having issues with God, 
you know, I was a, a, um, a bit of a religious holic, you know, christened Catholic, went to the Hare Krishnas. They're good, you know, Hare Krishna. I break out in a chant when I see them coming down the main street every now and again. To the Baptists, to Scientology, to Christian science, to the Salvation Army. Oh, not fulfilling that hole. Oh, not fulfilling that hole. But I was trying and trying. So coming into the rooms, you know, I had to discern what I believed or didn't believe or where I was at. And that's the beauty of the program. It's the God of my understanding, where I'm at today. The God of my understanding is different to that first day in ACA. Now I have a God that loves me, uh, a God that jokes around, a God that is a loving parent, um, and a God that um, it's okay just for today. And feelings and understanding of God and the program are seasonal. They change, you know. But I'm grateful for the steps and the traditions because that keeps that in check, you know. I'm proud to say that I'm a member of a 24-step program today, Tony A's, and I'm grateful that we heard that being read and Tony A's steps. Um because I needed both of them. The ACA steps addressed the teenager who had to make amends. And the teenager was only there protecting the inner child or true self, you know. And the a and, and Tony A steps, as it says in step five, you know, we admit our childhood abandonments. And that brought in, I really connected with my loving parent through Tony A steps. So, excuse me, I just needed a sip of water. You know, steps one, two, and three recreate the relationship with that God of my understanding and address the issue of that got you God, got you God, you know, who was like a poker machine. If I put in the good things and I sing the hymns right and um, everything, I'll hit a jackpot, you know. Oh, I didn't. Oh, it's all me. I must, have, I must have done something wrong. That got you, God, got me. It was really interesting because when I first came into the rooms, I thought, oh, this is so blissful. This is so happy. This is so great. I bet you next week I die of cancer. This Something, something this good, you know, that got you, God's going to get me. But, you know, steps one, two, and three, as I was saying, you know, understands and starts to address that for me. You know, and it helps so many other people. It's the beauty of the program, seeing the recovery opening up in other people. You know, and it started to bring about clarity and the practicing of self-love, you know. Steps four to seven helped me build that relationship with myself. And it got me out of the grave, out of the um out of that basement, because it took 24 steps to get down into that basement. And got me to understand the childhood abandonment issues. 
the other day we had a uh, international guest speaker speaking at the Sydney International Meeting and he'd done a meditation. And um, I really connected with that in that time with my inner child, you know, and I went back there and I said, what, you know, what's, how's things? And he said, I said at that time, I feel unheard, I feel abandoned, I don't feel seen. A psychologist was once asked, um, what are the three basic needs? We need to be heard, we need to be seen, we need to be valued. They were the basic needs of humans. I remember uh, with my uh, looking back, and I looked at the happiest times in my life. And I remember one of them being my auntie coming out and I was playing with my little Tonka trucks in the grass and, you know, making little roads and a uh, little depot for the, you know, that truck and everything. And she came and she sat there with me and joined in with me. You know, another time was with the same auntie and we're in the garden and her vegetable garden and um, really connected with that and she always had great love. Sadly, she passed away at the age of uh, 11 and I wanted to go to the funeral and my mother, oh, no, no, you know, and I just went. I think this is where the adult uh, teenagers started to kick in and I just went and got dressed and went and got in the car and went to the funeral. You know, oh, why do you want to go to the funeral? You didn't go and see her when she was dying of cancer. I wanted to go to make and say goodbye. I understand that today because that's what the program helps me. So steps nine, steps eight to ten, <clears throat> you know, help me build the relationship with others as my true self as I open up and share and reveal the um, what's going on in me and looking at triggers and it also allows me to tap into that unconditional love from my higher power. Step 10 helps me build and maintain that relationship when old memories return. On a 24-hour, seven-day basis, you know, I'm able to maintain that relationship and take a personal inventory and to love and approve of myself. The program allowed me to hold an AGM, an annual, not an annual general business meeting, but an annual George meeting. And I sacked the critical parent and rehired the critical parent, integrated the critical parent in as my cheerleader you know, and retrain the critical parent via the steps. On my board sits the George now, today. 30-minute morning, George. The, uh, thank you. The, um, the uh, loving parent, my inner children, and we sit on the board and... Um, approve of ourselves and hug ourselves and you know we can do better tomorrow on that you know no um 
beating up or it's time to go and make amends to this person. That's a really funny and interesting way when it's time to go and make amends with people, how they're put in your place. When I say yes, it just happened the other day with someone who I hadn't spoken to in 20 years. And step 12 shows me that I'm able to give away what has been so freely given to me and to continue to love myself. You know, so for today, I'm no longer crucified between two thieves. Yesterday, the thief of the past, whose name is guilt and shame, and the thief of tomorrow, whose name is fear and anxiety. And for today, I'm able to step into the solution of love, compassion, and no longer be imprisoned by them childhood reactions and childhood triggers. And triggers are a beautiful thing, you know, beautiful thing, you know, because I have a program where I can stop and ride over that coding. I'm a victim. I have to be a victimizer. I need rescue and I can override that coding and actually work the program. You know, and allows me to recover that child within and learning to accept and love myself, taking responsibility for my life and res- and responding and supplying the parenting I need. No more people, places and things. And, you know, as the love is growing inside of me, I, I do, by step 10, see the beautiful changes in all my relationships. So in closing, you know, as adult children, we meet to share the experience, strength and hope we had as children growing up in a dysfunctional, alcoholic family. And in doing so, just for today, I'm breaking the don't speak, don't feel, don't trust, and they always forget, don't remember. Look in the back in the big back in the back of the big red book in the index. It's there. And remember. Don't remember. Don't remember that. You know, that didn't happen. And they're the rules of the disease. You know. So it's through the steps, you know, and practicing of the 24 steps and focusing on the solution that I'm able to find freedom from them effects. I give thanks for him, but give thanks for today. You know, I'm able to identify with the problem. You know, a great way that I look at the problem and I tell people is go and get a copy of the problem, put it in a Word document, and at the end of every sentence of the problem, write something, whatever comes to mind, just write. I've done it two times, two sentences. I could only do it for two sentences. Then I had to turn my computer over to the dictation and dictate, read something, what came up, and I dictated it and typed it up in capitals. It was amazing. It was a great tool. You know, that's a great way to start if you're thinking about doing the steps. That's the beauty, that's the beauty of this program. We have the problem, the laundry list, but we also have the solution. So I'm able to, you know, through step 11, you know, take time out 
and focus on my spiritual path and to connect with the God through my true self and find the stillness to listen to the footsteps of my loving parent. Yeah, my true self is able to know the path that the higher power takes to my heart. You know, it's a path of love. It's a path of love into that inner child. It's beautiful to be able to just pray, you know, which is only talking to either, you know, the God of your own understanding, higher power, mother universe, and to, or to your inner child, just talking. And it's also beautiful to be able to meditate and to listen for the response of that God or your own inner child. <laughs> 